Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. DailyRoto.com slash FNTSY. Use all the same tools that millionaire makers uh, use. These tools and optimizers aren't just uh, great for football, but they uh, work for baseball as well. Drew Dinkmeyer made it to the $150,000 live uh, finale last year using uh, DailyRoto.com's optimizers, projections. There's a live chat uh, as well. Al Melquire and uh, Jake Seely and uh, company taking your baseball uh, questions. If you're playing uh, Daily DFS and you want to win uh, for real, then you need to get Daily Roto. Dot com. All right, uh, Tony. So um, we got one NBA game tonight. So we'll focus in on the uh, the the baseball from a DFS perspective. Uh, but I did put together a, a hockey lineup uh, as well. So I've got I got baseball and hockey tonight. Baseball and hockey for me. All right. So let's jump in. Let's talk some uh, baseball right now. I actually like the baseball board tonight, Tony. From a betting perspective, I've got five six games uh, that I do like. Well, and from a DF from a DFS perspective. We're going to find out whether my team, if it works out or not. But I swear, Tony, I think it's the best team I've ever put together. At least right, this year. So like, it looks good the on paper. I think pitching's tough tonight. And I think yes. there's a couple games that you're trying to hit offensively. Like, I think there are six different pitches you could probably use tonight. I can't disagree. All right, so let's start at the top here. Jake Arrieta. We'll just sort of go yes, no, why, move on. We'll go through the yeah. pictures here. So Jake Arrieta's in Miami tonight, $10,900. Yes, no. Interesting, but the price is a little too high for me. Uh, Morton, 10-5. He's been killing it, but yeah. faces the New York Yankees, who have won what, what, nine baseball best, games in a row right now. Uh, second best team offensively in Major League Baseball. I think it's an. I think he'll be under owned tonight. If you want to take him to the tournament, I have no problem with it. But with the price, the Yankees not doing it. We did see last week though the Astros and the Angels play some low scoring games. Yeah, it's not. It's not out of the possibility the Yankees bats get hot, you know get cold. They're not going to stay hot forever like this. But yeah, ten five against the Yankees, he probably won't be heavily owned. Zach Greinke takes on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Game is in Arizona, ten thousand two hundred. Now. I think I don't have him in the lineup, and I'm going to tell you, if I missed on one pitcher, he's going to be the guy. He's actually striking people out this year, and which is – Granke's always been a good pitcher. He's always been a great pitcher, uh, but he's actually getting a lot of strikeouts this year. I don't have him in my lineup tonight. I think the price is up there a little high. Uh, so I'm going to stay away from Granke, but if there's one guy I don't have in my lineup that I like, it's Granke. Uh, Jeff Samarja tonight. Like I actually boy. flirted – I flirted with Samarja, and I actually had him, and I took him out. I put him back yep. in. It was like, yeah, it was one of those deals with Samarja. But, uh, you know, it's hit or miss, right, with, with yep. Samarja? I mean, but this is his third start now, I believe. So he's going to start to get a little bit of uh, – and he's going to start to get a little bit of comfortable uh, on the hill again. Uh, Will Myers is out uh, tonight yep. again. That San, the San Diego lineup is an especially potent – the strikeout possibilities are there. The win is potentially there. Jeff Samarja, $8,700. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you throw out his first two starts, he's been there, but he doesn't strike out a lot, so that, that kind of limits the numbers there. That being said, I have two lineups tonight. I do have Jeff Samarja in one of my lineups going against San Diego. Uh, when you look at the San Diego Padres, you pointed out that Will Myers, the you know, number three hitter out of the lineup tonight, and when you look at the Padres lineup, Without Samaja, they're 23rd in the league uh, in batting average. I'm, I'm going to go with Jeff Samaja tonight on one of my two teams. 
I was surprised. Um, Tanner Rourke is $7,700, and they're actually favored uh, in this baseball game against the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, tonight. What do you make of uh, Tyon and uh, and uh, Rourke here? 8100 yeah. and $7,700. I like Tyon a lot tonight against Washington. Washington's struggling offensively, and Tyon's had two really poor games, right? Really poor games. He had the last two games minus 5.8, minus 4.5. Before that, he had a 13 he had a 40. He had a 27. The kid's a pitcher. I'm hoping the last two games are not an indication of an injury. He was a $12,000 pitcher after that game in Miami, after his third, after putting up three good games, and now he's down 8100 So I'm getting a huge discount. I'm going to use Jamison Tyon tonight. I'm a sucker. I like the Nationals tonight at minus 145. I think they're going to get on track. Uh, we'll find out. A sandwich in between Tyon and uh, Tanner Roark is uh, John Lester, $8,000. Uh, but I know you're always on top of the uh, the weather reports, Tony, and I understand yeah. the wind is blowing out to left field tonight uh, at Wrigley. Yeah, 15-mile-an-hour winds. Here's the thing, I stack my, I, I, I was looking to stack my lineup with Cubs, actually. I, I actually do have quite a few Cubs in my lineup. We'll get to that after. We're going to get to the lineup because I, I think uh, – I think that's basically that's what you should do, but I got a little couple twists there that'll help you out. Um, here's the thing: is that you can get weather from wherever you want to get it, but you don't even have to. If Chicago's playing at home, just go and check the over and under. If the wind's blowing in, it's uh, always a seven, eight a total. Yeah, it'll and be a normal total. Out, yeah, yeah, it's a ten total. So that's all you have to do, uh, and, and look at that. And I think that a lot of times. The, you never know what the correct amount of wind is, and it could be a two-to-one game tonight. But we don't have a great pitcher um, in Colorado pitching tonight, so I'm going to go and use a lot of these Rockies too. I understand it's raining, um, or at least I don't know. I'm not there, so you yeah. never really know. <laughs> but in Boston, so, <laughs> light so rain, the weather, but gonna, they're going to play. They're going to yeah, play. So, so the ball, the ball ain't going to fly. Maybe in the same way, right? I mean, it could and it might not. But I, I actually like Rodriguez here. And I know you and I have talked about this when weather's a factor. You like to sort of stay away from pitchers and games, et cetera. But yep. what do you think of uh, Rodriguez tonight? I, I'm actually using him. Seventy six. The weather is okay in this one because what's going to happen is it's going to delay the start of the game. So this game, once it starts, it's not going to stop. I think Rodriguez is the best pitcher tonight by dollar. In uh, it has the best matchup. But seventy six hundred bucks. He's pitching like he did at the end of last year when he was uh, when he was on his game. Uh, we got fourteen, nineteen, twenty seven, twelve fantasy points. He's seventy six hundred. Every pitcher we talked about so far on the show, he's cheaper than. Exactly. This is why. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting and the other better, thing, Tony. Kansas City, Kansas City, right? All those yep. years, the last few years, they haven't been a great offensive team, but they never struck out. Now they're striking out. Exactly. They were a contact team. They were the best team, yep. uh, best contact team in baseball when they won the World Series, and they were making it to the World Series. Um, all right, so uh, we've, we've got uh, uh, Faria. We've got Sonny Gray on the hill tonight. Here's a guy that I see some value with, uh, Tony, here. here's So this is my other pitcher tonight. I went with Rodriguez with the Red Sox. Yep. Aaron Sanchez, Toronto Blue Jays, $6,500. I just think it's a great price for him in this spot. You know, it's interesting. I think both pitches in this game uh, you can use tonight. Um, I, I was looking at Sanchez, too. I think that the one thing is I talked about the lack of strikeouts. As long as he can strike some people out, um, that's my one concern with, with him. And when you talked about Farrier, I like Gabe's pick, uh, actually. And I actually took Tampa on the money line uh, in some games tonight. And I think Farrier is not a bad play. I'm not using Farrier, so I just want to uh, yeah. throw it out there. But I do but you like, like you like Tampa to win this game at Detroit yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet uh, Detroit. Uh, I can't believe that this line's favorite. Jordan Zimmerman's a non-strikeout guy. So Sanchez and Ferry are two of its cheaper guys that I think you can use tonight uh, out there. But they both have strikeout limitations. But when you're getting cheap, you get all the hitters you want in there. So I don't think it's a bad place either one of those pitchers. The two um, the two highest team total projections of the night, Tony, are the Boston Red Sox and the Colorado uh, Rockies and Chicago Cubs game. Uh, specifically, the Chicago uh, Cubs at five and a half, Red Sox five and a half as well. Looking at two, I don't think you can go wrong. Although, you know, what about Mookie Betts? Uh, I'm more in a stay away. I don't even know. Is he playing tonight? I don't believe he is. I'll get that uh, lineup for you. But I was going to pass yeah, on he's him not anyways, playing. right? Yeah, he's not playing. Okay, he's not playing exactly. One yeah, more pitch yeah. I want to hit on before, and it's it's your guy. Uh, if you want to play in a tournament and it's multiple teams, 
You want to take a shot on someone? Take a shot on Ross Stripling tonight. Uh, the Dodgers started. Not a I good, looked at him. Yeah, no, going to come out of the bullpen. Arizona's got a ton of injuries, right? It's not the same batting order that we've seen all year. Um, you look at Stripling. If you get your five innings and they get you 10 points at that $4,000 salary, that's enough. That I think if you put multiple teams in a tournament, one of them should have Stripling and load up on offense. You know what's crazy, Tony? I put a lineup together last week, and I, I went cheap, cheap, cheap with pitching. And I was yep. like, man, I want to stack this. And I couldn't even spend all my money. It was crazy. <laughs> like, I, I actually I have a much, lineup tonight. I did that. I was like, Altuve. Under. I was like, 5000 5000 5000 I was like, damn, I still have $2,300. Yeah, I'm sixteen hundred. Sometimes under, you can uh, do it though, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember Chris Meany. Meany was really good at this actually. Uh Meany used to do the value uh menu. Yeah. yeah. In which he would force himself, all right, I can only spend thirty K, I can only spend forty K. Sometimes, man, those lineups are better than when you're spending the fifty K. Uh, absolutely. I think the biggest mistake you could ever make in Daily Fantasy is you put your best lineup It's trying to get to zero, right? Yeah. You know a oh, lot of 500. So let's t- let's tell so people and I'm not hey, listen, I don't pretend to be a more of a gaming guy. My best DFS stuff is NASCAR and football, but I am I am smart enough uh, to know that. So explain that to people, Tony. So what basically is you put your lineup together, right? And then all of a sudden you're $500 short and you feel like, you know what? I can't put my optimal lineup out there. You're leaving points on the table because yeah, 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 you're leaving points on the table. Here's the two things that happen in that situation. One, well, it's like an NFL draft, drafting a player that you like as opposed to doing it when Mel Kiper tells you to do it, right? So you're going to change it. First of all, we talk about contrarian lineups when you're in tournaments all the time. Well, not many people are going to leave five hundred thousand dollars under the table. So automatically, you got a contrarian lineup, and it's you what you thought was the best lineup. So that's what you should be putting in there. And then secondly, here's the thing. Why pay more for something you feel is less? You're not going to do that in anything else in life. Why are you doing it in Daily Fantasy? Because I think a lot of people get suckered in and, and trust the price. Wow, they must yep. know if it's that expensive, right? And we see, especially in baseball, the pricing is uh, it's, it's a little bit off. So as far as the stacks are concerned, I mean, listen, you can't go wrong stacking Boston. Um, and I don't think you can go wrong uh, stacking the Chicago Cubs. Uh, what about Freeland, though? Is he a guy you want to pick on tonight? We talk about the wind blowing yeah. out. Uh, and Lester, Lester's been pitching well, though. But, you know, you can't really be opposed to Colorado players either. But essentially, I looked at Chicago Cubs that I could take tonight, Tony. All right. So this is where I'm going to give you a couple uh, contrarian plays. I agree with you. And I got a lot of Cubs in my lineup. But here's what you can do to be a little different. Nolan Arenado is one of the best hitters all time against left-handed pitchers, right? So people will have Chris Bryant because he's the number three hitter in Chicago and you're putting all these Chicago guys. You make that one switch from Arenado to Bryant, that's going to set you different in tournaments. Second thing, we're talking about the Cubs in the win. We're talking about the Rockies in the win. We're talking about the Red Sox versus an inferior pitcher. The Houston Rockets, I mean Houston Rockets, Houston Astros are playing against a fly ball pitcher in their ballpark, Sonny Gray. Yep. If you go I like the pitching, I do too. Use Altuve. Yeah. Use Korea tonight. These are guys you'll yeah. never get. They'll they'll be owned under ten percent. They're never owned under ten percent. Tonight they will be. I've got uh, Altuve. Altuve is, uh, and you know what? He's already in a good spot. He's always hot. You know what's amazing yeah. as far as stats for Altuve? They played twenty nine games, Tony. Only four games he hasn't gotten a hit in. So, you know, so t- only four times has he not uh, gotten a hit in a baseball game. But he sets up nicely tonight, too. 11 for 30, 367 with a double, two runs, and an RBI against Sonny Gray. He's so, actually uh, in my lineup. So here, here's how you, you attack it, people. Think about this. I'm going to give you an alternative to what people are going to put in tonight. You put Arenado in instead of Chris Bryant. You put Alvituve in instead of... Javier Baez, and you put Korea over over Russell, you're going to get less ownership and get three better players than you're replacing. So the Bryant one is interesting. I can afford. I actually have $700 left over in my lineup. So this is uh, uh, this is what I've got, uh, guys, here. So uh, we talked about... Uh, uh, we talked about Rodriguez and Sanchez. Sanchez has been pitching really well. He's only got one win in his last four starts, uh, but he's just not getting a lot of luck uh, out there. Um, 
uh, the strikeout potential is there. He's in a nice spot against uh, Minnesota. Cam brought it up earlier. The Jays seem to own the Twins as well in Minnesota. He's 1-0 with a 257 and run average in his three career starts against the Twins. Uh, twins are only hitting 209. Current Twins 209 against Sanchez and 43 at-bats. We talked about uh, Rodriguez as well. Uh, Rodriguez, um, he's better on the road than he is um, than he is at home, but he's racking up the strikeouts. Rodriguez it is a nice spot. A player tonight is going to be low-owned, uh, Tony, Russell Martin. I never take Russell Martin, but Russell Martin, man, 7 for 18 with one home run against Lance Lynn. We talk about the uh, the Red Sox. Hanley Ramirez, man, he he, he kills uh, Jason Hamill. 9 for 19 with a home run against uh, Jason Hamill. We talked about Altuve. Altuve's been freaking crushing it. So we get into Brian here. I actually do have Brian picking on Kyle Freeland uh, here. And I was in a debate whether what I was going to do with the shortstop, go with the Boston Red Sox or go with Addison Russell. I went back and forth on that. So you <laughs> think Aaron Otto is a better player than better player than Bryant tonight. And what do you think of the, uh, what do you think of the shortstop matchup tonight too? You know, uh, I, I like Baez in that spot, but he's a free swinger. The thing with Bogart is he's going to make contact. He's going to put balls in play. Um, I think Bogarts is the safer play. Uh, Javier Baez is a guy that can strike out a couple times and he can hit the dinger uh, there. So if you're going for a big play, I would split it up. If you have, if you put multiple lineups up there, I would split it up. But if you gave me one play in a tournament, I would go Baez. If I'm in a cash game, I would go Xander Bogarts. All right. So um, so I've got Chris Bryant here. So my lineup is uh, Rodriguez, Sanchez, Russell Martin, Hanley Ramirez, Jose Altuve, Chris Bryant, Addison Russell. Uh, Hoskins, J.D. Martinez, and Ryan Braun. I think it's a pretty rock-solid lineup. It actually is not a bad lineup whatsoever there. I think uh, the Hoskins pick I like, too. He he didn't make it in my lineup, but he was the guy uh, that I like tonight. I have Jeff Samarja. Hoskins is just always hot. And you know what? Nice number. Sorry, sorry but against Dan Straley as well. Tony, six for eight. (laughs) He's six for eight against Dan Straley. He's got a walk, a double, three home runs, and five runs and seven RBIs against Dan Straley and eight freaking at-bats. It's insane. Dan Straley, of course, coming back for his first start of the season. Should probably just intentionally walk him. (laughs) (laughs) Or hit him, right? Yeah. Well, that's what uh, what Don Drysdale, one of my favorites of all time, Don Drysdale said, I wasn't asked to intentionally walk people off it. But when I did, I just hit him. Why waste three pitches? I agree. <laughs> All right, we'll get Tony Sincata's lineup on the other side. We'll talk hockey. We'll get into the best bets. We'll talk more about these baseball games from a betting perspective as well. Lineup Lock Live continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Lineup Lock Live. Song dedicated to Scott Engel, the king, a colleague, and a friend. We had a rock festival in uh, Jacksonville this weekend. And, uh, oh, that's right. How did it turn out? Was there a lot of incidences or what? That was the uh, yeah, uh, the big we had uh, broken kid, neck. Kid, with the, was, we had a broken, was it called the Confederate Flag Fest? <laughs> no, that that's that's uh, Labor Day weekend. This weekend was oh, okay, okay. A- Aussie headlined Friday night. The Foo Fighters was Sunday night. And I, I forget who it was Saturday night, but Avenged Sevenfold, maybe. I, I'm not sure. And um, Sunday night, the Foo Fighters. Guess who joined uh, the Foo Fighters on stage? Ooh, let's see. Uh, Bruno Mars. Close. Billy Idol. I was, Billy Idol? Yes. That's pretty cool. 
Guess, but guess who was the second guy that showed him on stage? An actor. An actor. Johnny Depp? Close. John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta? What and they John sang Travolta Grease play? Lightning. Oh, oh, he did Grease <laughs> Lightning. He's a singer. Yeah. <laughs> the Foo Fighters and John Travolta were singing Grease Lightning. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Big Scientologist, uh, Travolta. I yeah. Where did he like? Where did they like? He he has a couple of houses around here. Uh, one is in a heavily gay community, which I guess is no surprise to people. Um, but uh, I don't know. He just showed up. The so one good thing I was going to say. That's uh, that's the one thing I can say positive about Florida. Um, Metal and, like, rock, hard rock and metal. Very popular in Florida, isn't it? Sounds oh, like you yeah. guys have a lot of rock shows and stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, the beach, the beach, actually, Jack. Uh, you can do it outdoors, right? So Yeah, yeah exactly. they have a lot of places down there that people get fired up about. Uh, some bands. And, <laughs> and a lot of the, the, the families of... Uh, of um, a lot of the old rockers uh, hang out in down the Jacksonville Beach, and they and they put bands together and they'll play during the day and stuff, and just out of nowhere. Yeah, give us some uh, give us some Billy Idol on the way out uh, later, Mike. White Wedding is a great one. White Wedding. White that's Wedding. It. Donald Trump's favorite song. White Wedding. Is <laughs> <laughs> so, my face big. <laughs> yeah, so you give your baseball lineup, and I want to hear the review of the Jeff Dunham show. So what's the baseball lineup? Oh, baseball lineup. Jeff Samaja is my lineup. Uh, pitcher, $8,700, taking on the San Diego Padres. So we're picking on the opponent there. Edwin Rodriguez, I think he's the best play tonight, 7600 We're going to play the wind at catcher. Wilson Contreras, 3800 bucks. Anthony Rizzo's only 3600 You say, how can it be so cheap? Because it's lefty on lefty, but Rizzo does hit lefties well. Jose Altuve, 5000 Nolan Arenado, 5000 Carlos Correa, 5000 Ryan Braun, 4500 Taking the leadoff hitter, Albert Amora Jr., 3400 And Domingo Santana always hits lefties well, 3200 I liked it with the, the backdrop of the music, but... Uh... I like yeah, it. Yeah, Florio, I meant uh, on the extra, extra. <laughs> but it, it was good. Although, yeah, I don't mind. It adds a little punch to it. All right, so bring it, bring it once again. Blast through the lineup one more time. One more time. Hey, little sister, what have you got? You done. Uh, <laughs> Jess Amagia, 8,700. Edwin Rodriguez, 7,600. And they have Wilson Contreras, 3,800. Anthony Rizzo, 3,600. Jose Altuve, 5,000. Nolan Arenado, 5,000. Carlos Correa, 5,000. Ryan Braun, 4,500. Albert Amora Jr., 3,400. And Domingo Santana, 3,200. I'm going to give you guys my lineup that I have, Ross Stripling, and see. Uh, it, it'll show you. I have yeah. 1,600 left over in this. I have Jamison Tyon, 8,100. So if you wanted to use Charlie Morton tonight, which I don't recommend against the Yankees, but if you did, you could put Stripling with Charlie Morton and still have offense. I have Contreras at... Uh, 3,800. Then I went uh, alternative here. I went uh, Justin Smoke against Lance Lynn at 3,500 because Lance Lynn doesn't hit lefties. Of course, Smoke being the switch hitter. Then I went Javi Baez at, at second base, 4,700. Chris Bryant, 4,900. Carlos Correa, 5,000. J.D. Martinez, 5,100. George Springer, 4,900. And Andrew Benatetti, 4,400 uh, there. That's with my lineup with Ross Stripling. And I had 1,600 left over. Like it. Like it. All right. Uh, so let's move on to some, uh, let's move on to the National Hockey League. We've got two games on the board. We'll do NBA tomorrow. We've got multiple games uh, to break down. We'll talk, we'll look at the prices tonight uh, for tonight's contest uh, as well. But let's talk some hockey uh, right now, Tony. Man, the National Hockey League is turning into the NBA with questionable calls late in games and a very, very controversial goaltending interference call on Saturday night. Um, Staved off a loss for the San Jose Sharks. They were about to lose the game. Um, Goal gets um, called off due to goaltender interference. It was a garbage call. San Jose goes on to win the game. Now they're hosting Las Vegas tonight. That's Las Vegas' first playoff loss, guys. They swept the Los Angeles Kings. So they were 5-0. But they won all four games against the Kings by one one goal. And, you know, the Kings... The Kings could have won a couple of those games. Mark Andre Fleury's been playing great, so Vegas have been Vegas have been the better teams in their games, but it's a fine line. And in hockey, 
Momentum can change in a hurry. Suddenly, San Jose go home, locked up in one. They get Evander Kane back tonight. And then uh, you've got uh, Boston and Tampa, and the Boston Bruins just kicked the crap out of Tampa in game one. So we almost have to correlate the goaltender because you've got to get the win. So we'll start off. Who are you going with is your goalie, uh, Tony? Tony. I'm going to go with the hot goalie, and I'm going to stay away from the Tampa-Boston game, which I think I'm a little different than you. I expect more goals in that game. So I'm actually going Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury. So you say Vegas bounces. But now I do agree. It's interesting because, you know, logically, people are going to stack this Boston-Tampa game. Yeah. More so than the Vegas. You know, like yeah. Boston Boston and Toronto had higher scoring games, as we saw. Vegas has been playing a lot of low-scoring games. Yeah, it was 7 nothing in game one, and it went over in game two again. But, you know, Tony, there's something, there seems to be a trend in hockey. I mean, hockey players have a lot of pride, and when teams play really poorly defensively one game, they often come back the next. Speaking of contrarian here, I'm going contrarian, Tony. I think Tampa is really going to be a hell of a lot more responsible in their own end. Uh, yeah, Tuka Rask is a very streaky goalie. He played well uh, on, on Saturday. And we talked about Vasilevsky. I mean, this guy's got to play better. He, he just does. He has to play better. Otherwise, Tampa's going to be down 0-2. I think he does play better tonight. I watched Maybe we're playing Tampa. for a push here, but I'm going under the number. I'm going with Martin Jones as my goalie. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think that either one of those goalies, depending on who you feel is going to win that game, is the way to go. Now, I watch more Tampa games, and I bet more Tampa games than anyone else because that's the local team out here. So it's on my you know cable. So I ended up watching the games and flipping the channels, so I would bet him. And Vasilevsky, to me, is so overrated. Like, I've seen a guy go up and down all year long, and he lets in yeah. goals that you're like, what the hell happened there? And I think the Bruins are getting enough shots on net that it, it's good. they're going to score goals. And I think Tampa will score, too. This Boston, uh, that Boston unit, uh, Tony, it's pretty much, and we're kind of idiots not for doing it, to be honest, in which, you know, you roll the dice. Yeah, there's been a couple of games where they didn't get on the score sheet against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, but that Boston number one line has just been an unbelievable fantasy line, man. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just they're racking it up. It, it's 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 crazy. But I'm almost I'm fading it tonight. I I don't know. I'm going contrarian here. That the Tampa Bay Lightning shut down the Boston Bruins top unit tonight. You're feeling it? No, no, no. I'm not feeling it. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm gambling on it. <laughs> <Just gambling>. <laughs> <laughs> taking a big, big. Uh, uh. I'm taking a big, big, uh, big, big chance here. I mean. You've got guys that are moving in right now on franchise histories for, like, playoff uh, points and stuff like that. And going back to 1983, Rick Middleton had 19 points in the, Nifty. In the first eight playoff games. Yeah. Nifty Rick some Middleton. Great, uh, some great Boston Bruins. He uh, looked like a drunk with no teams. helmet playing back in the day, and yet he was unbelievable. Like, he had the bright red nose. He was sort of balding. He looked like a drunk that was out there just getting it done on the ice each and every night. It was amazing. Uh, we got him. They all did. O'Reilly, yeah. McNabb. Like they John all we stole John Rattel from the Rangers. Brad Park. Brad Park was the man, man. He was the guy that came in after Bobby Orr and got it done. And then Ray yeah, Bork came in after Brad Park. A yeah, great tradition. And then Zidane Chera is the, yeah. the latest in the long line yeah. of great defensemen uh, in Boston. Uh, but I say Steven Stamkos uh, gets some points tonight against Boston. <laughs> so my hockey lineup... I've got Stamkos. Now, listen, guys, there's only two games here. Yeah. Um, and I'm picking my poison. I think both games are going to be lower scoring. Uh, but Steven Stamkos, $6,700. Logan Couture, $5,500. Uh, Kucherov. I'm taking Kucherov on Tampa Bay. He's been the one pretty much constant, actually, yep. uh, for Kucherov. I've got 10, uh, 10 shots on goal in this series, actually. And, you know, you, you, rack, you, you rack up the points for the shots on goal, of course. He's got uh, he's got five goals, ten points uh, in the playoffs. He had eight shots in game one, uh, actually. So I'm going with Kucherov tonight. I think he's going to be pretty active. I'm going with Evander Kane back from the suspension. Evander Kane, fifty three hundred dollars value pick. Palat, uh, Tampa Bay, forty one hundred dollars. Speaking of Zidane Ochera, uh, he's so big he can't help but block shots. Zidane Ochera, forty one hundred dollars. Uh, I'm going with Braun. 
$3,400. San Jose Sharks, Martin Jones is my goaltender, and my utility is Joe Pavelski. San Jose Sharks. So I think the Sharks win the game tonight, and I think the Sharks uh, score a couple of goals tonight. And I'm going contrarian that Boston gets shut down this evening. I went Boston-Tampa here. I went Patrice Bergeron, 7,200. Then I went with the second-line center, Dave Krejci, at 4,800. I also went Kucherov, 7,500. Dave Pasternak, 7,300. Jamie Dabrowski, 4,900. So I got two guys in the first line, two guys in the second line. And then I have Killhorn at utility at 3,900. I don't know why he's so low. Like, we talk about this guy every night, right? How the hell does this price get so low? It never moves. And because I went with... All those uh, offensive studs, I've got to save a little money on defense. So I'm going with first-line defensive players, but not on the power play, taking a risk here. I'm going with Dan Girardi for Tampa Bay 3,000 and Paul Martin uh, on San Jose at 2,700. Those two guys are cheap, but they're first-line defensemen. All right. So let's take a look at uh, the NBA. you got one game on the board tonight. We were talking about this with Cam earlier. And, I'm, you know, I'm sort of curious as far as the tempo of this game is concerned tonight. But as we talked about, Tony, I cannot believe that the Boston Celtics want to get into a track meet. We see no. Philadelphia have a lot of talent, man. When you got, like, multiple first round and first overall draft picks on the court, you don't want to start running around with a young team. You want to make them think. You know, you want to make them think. You want to make them pass in tough spots. Um, you talk about Ben Simmons and his shooting. Uh, his shooting isn't great. And um, you know that Coach Stevens is going to come up uh, with some kinks to try to to slow Ben Simmons down a little bit and force this kid to take long two-point uh, jump shots. So it's a tough game, man, to bet on the total. It's a tough game from a DFS perspective coming into this, Tony. Oh, absolutely. And not to mention the prices are always whacked in these, in these right? Like, so Ben Simmons is 15-6. Joel Embiid is 14-7. You know, when you're playing these showdowns, these single games, the NBA format – you basically you better get your star player right. You know, you're going to get two good guys and you've got to you got to get everyone else right, Tony. You got to hope for the best. Yeah, that's the problem with playing these one these one game things. Um I suggest you guys play in single entry tournaments to try to get in the in that and go from that because basically what a lot of people can do if you play in multiple entry tournaments, uh they can eliminate four, five, six, seven people and then go and and try to get, you know, all the combinations. So which one so do you to- play? Between Simmons um, and Embiid, you go with Embiid just because I'm going you have with the Embiid force and I have matchup with Al Horford. Yeah, I think he has a better matchup against Al Horford. Um, so that's the guy that I would uh, go tonight. And from the Celtics side, I think Rozier because a lot of the ball in his hands and Marcus Smart are two good plays. And I also like Jason uh, Tatum um, tonight because I think he's going to have to have a score. So those are the three Celtics I'm looking at. I would, uh, yeah, I would agree. I think if you're going with a Celtic, I'd go with Rozier and Tatum. Smart does a little bit of everything. Tatum's obviously going to get the shots. 31 shot attempts in his last two games. 13 of uh, 31 from the field. Um, it, nice, nice production. You know, he's, he pretty much checks in at 33, 37, uh, 30. You know, he's been 33, 18, 33, 37 for the most uh, part. But he's going to have to step up tonight. We'll see if we can get an update here on Jalen Brown. But, but I don't think we will. I mean. No, we'll be able to tell, like you said, Tony, from from the um, from the point spread. The odds makers always know first. That's absolutely <laughs> it, and it was crazy because I bet, I bet four and I a half thought, still. So they're they're thinking. I, no. I bet it at two uh, when it first came out. Philadelphia, I took Philadelphia giving two, and I thought it would go up, but I didn't realize of the Jalen Brown injury, so I sort of got like that. Now here, and I'm going to ask you about this from a betting standpoint. So I bet this thing at two. I like Philadelphia tonight. There's no way I'm betting them at four and a half, though, because I feel like I'm getting robbed. I already have them at two. Yeah, no, you've just got to stand pat. And, uh, you know, and if you really wanted to, a lot of gamblers would say, Tony, that it would be a good opportunity to uh, buy back right now. So basically you could take you could take um, you could take Boston right now. Tony, buy a half a point, take Boston at five. Yeah. And if the game lands in between three and, you know, three and four, you win both bets. You sort of set yourself up to win either way, right? Yep. That's true. But, you know, it's, that sounds a lot easier. It sounds, sounds logical made, to do. If I but had made it's only good, Tony. The- if, you have, 
Yeah, if yeah. you have a big budget. Like, what's the point yeah. of doing that? Oh, you're going to put 50 bucks. Oh, look at me. I made $7. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guaranteed I made seven. Like you said, if you're like, all right, I got a big bankroll. I'll drop 1000 on this and 1000 on that. And either way, I might make 300 bucks, or I'll move on. Right? Like, you know, I get it from an investment standpoint, but you're right. Let's be real. I mean, and a lot of people tuning in right now play 20 bucks a game, 25 a game, 50 a game, maybe a couple of hundred even. But, yeah, you're going to do that, and what are you going to make? Oh, you know, good for you. You made $5.49. You guaranteed yourself. I'd rather, it's called gambling. I'd rather just risk the money and try to win the money for real. <laughs> That's it. It's all about winning on the show. No second place. I, I was telling But we are. What, it's guaranteed win night tonight, though, here, because uh, you're giving, uh, it's a guaranteed win. You're giving Philadelphia minus two, and I'm giving yeah. uh, Boston plus five. Someone's winning. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna nail this thing. <laughs> That's what they used to do in the old, like in the old boiler room days, the handicappers, right? Yeah. Remember yeah, they used yeah, to call yeah. people and they'd tell yeah. you, "Man, I trust us. Notre Dame won't lose." But they're calling, you know, another 500 people as well, and they're telling them Indiana can't lose that game. But basically, then you got 500 people who thought these guys were right once, and then they now do it again. We got effing radio again. shows, people. We got effing radio shows. Yeah. We're gonna tell you the truth. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Rangers and Indians. I touch myself. Are off and running right now. The Divinals. The best thing Speaking of which, seen. actually, Tony. I've seen Pink. We're hoping to live. have. Uh, what's that? You've seen them live? The Divinals? No, Pink. Pink sing the song live. Oh, Pink. She got into it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That would be my Andre Karolenko hall pass. Pink. Oh, you're saying. You're saying Pink got pretty touchy-feely with herself on stage? Yes, yes. It was an amazing, amazing situation. She's a big Philadelphia Eagle fan. Yeah. I don't know. if Kyle Seeger shut down for the season or Corey? Oh, that's not good. Why doesn't he wait till after the season to play second base and tough it out? Interesting. Corey Seager, yeah. Corey Seager. Time to turn the page, I guess. Uh, Dodgers shortstop Corey Seager was di- diagnosed uh, with a right UCL sprain on Monday and will undergo Tommy John surgery. I thought Tommy John surgery was for pitchers only, Tony. No, no, no. That's actually been. Uh, we've had yeah, some position he players will, have it. He will miss the remainder of the season. He's throwing the ball too much. Los Angeles have recalled. Bravik Valera. Bravik Valera from AAA Oklahoma City. They'll be getting it done. Rough start for the Dodgers this season. And what, Bellinger got benched for uh, for not hustling yeah. hard enough? Yeah, very interesting. Dave Roberts not taking any of the crap. They've been money burners, this team, so far. He's going Yasil Puig. Like, looking at... Uh, Looking at the Los Angeles Dodgers now on the season, they are now 12 and 15 straight up. If you bet $100 on every Dodgers game, you're down $1,453. Kids got to eat. a lot of money. Kids got to eat. That's not good. You got, Basically, I got if, you, like, if you bet against the Dodgers, you're up. <laughs> you're up $1,453. <laughs> That's why Greg so might be thing. a pick because no one ever wants to bet against the Dodgers, right? Because you figure, oh, they're going right. to turn it around. Like, look, Greinke's only minus 135 tonight against Stripling. Mm. It is kind of crazy, right? It is kind of crazy. Like, I like the under in that contest, actually, because the Arizona batting, like I said, is not that great. The uh, Dodgers have been struggling. Greinke's been pitching decent. I actually like the under in that game. 
All right, so um, this Thursday, Tony, the uh, the Raptors play the Cavaliers in game two. And um, yes. due to scheduling conflicts uh, with the Boston Bruins uh, playing at the Garden as well as the uh, the Boston Celtics, they need to play both NBA games on uh, Thursday night. So uh, the Toronto Raptors and LeBron and the Cavaliers uh, get the early game. Six o'clock. Six o'clock Eastern on Thursday. But I'm going to the game. So you went to the oh. Jeff Dunham uh, show. Now, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the uh, LeBron James and uh, DeMar DeRozan show. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to tailgate, though, early, Tony, before. So yes. I'll be here. But, you know, so the game starts at 6. I'm going to put the first hour in. You know, I'll probably I'll hang out for the first hour type of deal. And uh, Cam will be here. And Cam will, Cam will stay all the way through. And I'll split around. I don't know. I don't live that far from the arena. But it's the playoffs. So I don't want to screw around and take a chance of missing the. Uh, I got to be there to boo LeBron and all that in the intro. You know what will I mean? You be, will you be able to be uh, properly lubricated so you could be a true fan at that game? Well, that's, that's the thing. So, exactly. So I'm going to have to start consuming a little earlier in the day now. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to start at noon and be blasted here. You know, we got a radio show to do at four o'clock, and I've got late night podcasts to do. I don't want to be like, you know, fall down drunk too early in the day. But uh, yeah, so on Thursday, it's going to be a party like atmosphere here, uh, Tony. We're going to be getting ready to go to the the Raptor game at six o'clock Eastern, <laughs> and uh, we're hoping to have the lovely Taylor Stevens in studio uh, with oh, us, along with he, uh, the Parlay oh, uh, King, the the Sunny Vega. That's who we're going to the game with. Can all these people fit in the studio? And do you have to clean it up to invite these people into the studio? Well, I got extremely lucky. Last time she was in the studio, she actually cleaned up. Get out of here. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Exactly. You've got a beautiful woman clean. Uh, yeah, I had a beautiful uh, woman clean my kitchen um, after the last uh, Raptors game, which actually at the time I thought was a cool thing. And I, I, I kind of I forgot. I woke up in the morning. I was like, where the hell is everything? And why is everything so clean? What the hell's going on here? And uh, But then I realized, I'm like, no, she was so bored here, uh, evidently, that, you know, it, you know, we, we bored her to death so much. She had more fun cleaning things up <laughs> than actually, actually partying. But, yeah, Sonny Vega and Taylor Stevens are a real load, uh, you know, to party with great times. And Sonny crushes it, man. He... Uh, He's a Las Vegas uh, Hilton uh, finalist. He finished in 16th place, won big money, likes to play the big parlays. And uh, Taylor Stevens uh, always uh, fun to hang out with. So we're going to try to get him in studio before the uh, before the game. We're all going to head over to the arena uh, before uh, around, around 5.30 or so. So it should, be, it should be a good show on Thursday. Now will you have the same seats for this game? No. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, uh, no. Although, you know what? We could have gotten the same seats. We could have. The same seats uh, were uh, about $400 for this game. Yeah. Now, when we went against the, because this is LeBron, against the Washington Wizards, it was $300. So, but you add tax and everything, Tony, it's turning into like $455 or something like that. And as you know, um, you know, we don't, we can't roll like that. You know, we can't if if I, I can't go to every every time I go to an NBA game I can't drop uh, I spent like three hundred bucks on booze at the last game I went it's like twenty yeah. bucks a drink I get a double vodka it's like eighteen bucks you know plus tip every time twenty bucks twenty bucks and I drank a lot of them so it really added up uh, at the game but no you know what we were gonna get the same seats so we looked and we were actually too close last time Tony. Closer yep. isn't always better, dude. We're talking no. about leaving money on the table, um, like in DraftKings and in fantasy. Similar situation. Oh, it's great. We're in the fifth row. Yeah, you're in the fifth row, dude. I had security, like, walking in front of me all the time. I had cameraman. At first, it was cool with the cheerleaders, you know, like, oh, they're right in front of you. And then after, it's just annoying. It's like a big shot, stressful time in the game, and you got these chicks that are waving flags and stuff. It's annoying. It, you know, it's like the UFC. I sat uh, side once at a UFC event. And, uh, man, the cameraman was on, like, a milk crate in front of me the whole time. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, leaning around. Like, I was, you know, I'm always shifting, like, trying to look and, like, to get a better angle. So, basically, we've got better see. I think they're better, Tony. It's pretty cool. They have, like, a balcony bar area. So, we're right in the middle of the arena. Sort of like, it's like a luxury suite, but not a luxury suite. So, we're in the middle ring of the arena, right behind the basket. 
So you can sort of look down on top of everything, and there's a bar right there in the section and everything. It's a, it's sort of like a party zone. It's a great uh, it's a great uh, place to be. These tickets too, they're not cheap either. Like they're good seats. They're um, these ones are like uh, about uh, two forty or so, two fifty. Mm. The Guys, cheapest little... ticket to get in is one hundred and forty bucks. People are paying the money for LeBron. Yeah, you know, I, I like to go to every game, but uh, like I said, if I just went to the game and, like, had popcorn and pizza and stuff like that, and even that gets pricey, but, you know, I like to have some drinks and uh, get something to eat uh, at the sports bar before the game or whatever. So, um, you know, it turns into a real expensive night if you're dropping $500 on the ticket, and then plus yeah. I got a bet on the game, and suddenly the bet just becomes, oh, man, it just pays for the night, right? I um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll double. be a good time. The 6 o'clock start time is a little different, man. A little weird. Oh, it absolutely is. I, yeah, that's, uh, I bet there'll be some people late arriving there. Or are they going to close businesses early? I think, it's, I think it's an advantage for the road team. I do. Because, yeah, the state the, the arena is not going to be as rowdy. People aren't going to be as drunk, as you stated. And the Toronto Raptor crowd, too. During the regular season, the Raptor crowd has a lot of sort of teenagers and different demographic. It's a very – the Raptor fan is a very diverse one. But when the playoffs come and LeBron comes, you get all these, like, rich banker types. You know what I mean? Sort of, you know, douchebags and, you know, douchebags with blackberries and stock traders and – you know, they, these guys, and they don't make noise, right? But they all want to go there to be seen. Oh, LeBron yeah. James in the playoffs, we have to go. You know, they don't even like basketball. They're only there because the Toronto Maple Leafs got eliminated. But they can go because they're rich, and they get the tickets from the bank and the companies and blah, blah, blah. So it's a very cor- – where I'm going, it's a corporate crowd in the playoffs a bit. And I think that'll even compound it even more so with these corporate uh, boot-licking douchebags uh, being late to the game. That's going to be sad. Very, very sad there. So Raptors fans, I'll have to make up. up for it. You'll have to I'll get have to up. Make, yeah. yeah, like I'll have to make up. I'll have to make up for it in my noise, uh, you know. Why don't you get uh, fired up and say, listen, you douchebag, stop making noise. I will. I might, I might have to. <laughs> no, we're going to be. We're going to be in a section. Last time, actually, you know what? We were in a section with, like, the uh, the players' girlfriends and stuff. No kidding. Like, uh, yeah, so they're, they're all hot and stuff, but what are you going to do? You know, I wasn't picking them up. Um, I don't think, you know, Sergi Baca, you know, <laughs> Sergi Baca is down uh, with uh, with drunk dudes hitting on his chick in, in, in the arena during the game. <laughs> hey, so, hey, you're with a Baca. Huh? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be with the uh, – we're going to be with the real fans, Tony. Yeah, six o'clock. Like so, uh, yeah, Thursday we'll have like it'll have like a tailgate. Uh, we'll have a tailgate feel here. Now, speaking of tailgate, before we get to our plays of the day today, NFL. Now, even the win totals now are a little bit tricky, and unless you really, really like something, I wouldn't advise jumping in on any NFL win total because we see man injuries happen in the preseason. Remember Odell Beckham uh, last year. And also, there's a couple of these teams, we don't really even know their starting quarterbacks is going to be, like the Buffalo Bills, uh, et cetera. But the bet online put, uh, put out NFL win totals um, a couple of weeks ago, or last week, about, yeah, about a week ago or so. Um, but they took them down. And now, but long story short, now that it's post-draft, the win totals have been reposted, Tony. So these are the win totals that are still going to be set here. And these are actually from the Westgate in Las Vegas, the Superbook. So they're very, very credible numbers. Uh, the Buffalo Bills over under six and a half. Now, the Buffalo Bills won nine games last year, but yeah, I've, it's hard to bet on this when you don't know. I mean, what what is, is Josh Allen the starting quarterback in week one? Then I think they might have a hard time winning seven football games. It all depends on how they approach this. But a, a team's number that caught my eye, and I want your opinion on this one, the New York Giants, Tony, is only six and a half. New I'll York Giants. Yeah. It feels like a little low, man. Yeah, their defense their defense last year was beset by injury. So they they bring in a defensive stalwart as their head coach. I look for that to improve. You got two studs that'll be in on the offensive side with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and you bring in Barkley. They did a good job at improving the offensive line. Yeah, I like that over a lot. Their schedule isn't easy. But nobody's got worse. The Redskins are shaky, so. 
Yeah, yeah. Not bad, you know, the Redskins might be better. The Redskins might be better than people think as well. Their total is only seven, Tony. Mm. You can make an argument, and I'll ask you who do you who would you rather have on your if you're playing one game? Who do you want as your quarterback, Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins? Um, Kirk Cousins. You think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith? I think Alex Smith just. I think this talent there. I think that uh, Alex Smith is not going to win a game. He's just trying not to lose a game. You think Alex Smith's wins in his career is just a benefactor of being on good teams? Because yes. there's kind of coincidence, though, isn't it? I mean, he let, won. Let, let's, he went. Un, he won undefeated in college with the Utah Utes. Yeah. They didn't lose a game. They didn't win the national championship. But they didn't win. A, they didn't lose a game. They beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Yep. He consistently wins 12 games a year in the National Football League. San Francisco. San Francisco sucked without him after. I mean, they had a little run with Kaepernick, but that, that was like a flash in the pan. Kansas City now, I think, will regress without him. I think, I think that Alex Smith doesn't get the credit that he deserves, to be honest with you. But there's got to be a reason it's happened twice. He got replaced by Colin Kaepernick, and he got replaced by a guy that's never played the game. I know, I know. And, and watch he got replaced every day by another practice. guy that's that's Kaepernick 2.0, essentially, a new modern uh, Kaepernick. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, if you're Washington, though, you'll take a guy. Remember, it's almost like Marty Schottenheimer. Remember, Marty Schottenheimer was a solid coach in the National Football League, and he got fired. He kept getting fired everywhere because he couldn't get a team over the top. Right. right. Oh, yeah, you win 12 games every year for Kansas City. Not enough. Well, you know, San Diego, you win all the time, but you didn't win. Um, you know, Washington, you know, Martin Schottenheimer goes like 10 and six or whatever with the Redskins and they're pissed that it's not 14 and two and he doesn't win a Super Bowl uh, for them. You know, I think that um, sometimes you're better off if you're a franchise actually winning 10, 12 games every year and not winning a Super Bowl as opposed to completely sucking. So I think Redskin fans will sort of take it. I don't think there's a drop off at all. And I'm going to argue that Kirk Cousins is overrated. And I've, I've had Kirk Cousins is back in the past. I bet really big money on Kirk Cousins in games before. And I'm talking about, you know, five, $7,000, et cetera. He can't be trusted. He chokes in big games. I mean, a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins stepping up in Minnesota here. I'm not sure he's that much better than Case Keenan, to be honest with you. It's it's going to get real interesting. The one thing that always bothered me at Kirk Cousins is I don't see uh, NFL quarterbacks, when they miss, they miss high. I actually see Kirk Cousins bounce balls more than any other quarterback in the NFL. I think he overthinks things. All right, we've only got two minutes left here, so let's jump into uh, the plays of the day. Me and Tony are on opposite sides of this, although we do have a different yeah. number, so there is a difference. Tony's got uh, the, the uh, Philadelphia Sixers minus two. I've got the Boston Celtics plus five. It's four and a half. I'm buying a yeah. half a point. It's up to five NHL now, hockey. Book. Ooh, all right, a clean five, good. So, yeah, I guess if, if word comes out that Jalen Brown really isn't going to play, it might even go up to five and a half or something like that if people just keep the bet on Philadelphia. That game doesn't start till 8.05, so you got time to get in on that and watch the line move. The Boston-Tampa Bay hockey game starts, though, at 7.05. I'm on the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 155. I'm going contrarian here. Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning under six. Tonight, give me the San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks win on home ice tonight, minus 130. Knights and Sharks under five and a half. Baseball, Indians, Cubs, parlay already in action. Give me the Washington Nationals. I'm laying a run and a half with the Boston Red Sox. Minus one and a half, minus 125. Give me Jake Arrieta at the Phillies, minus 145. And Aaron Sanchez at the Jays, minus 105. Tony. I'll tell you what, real quick, go under in the Dodgers, Arizona, in the Tampa Rays, one line.